are here. You are here. Now come. Open, open the, door. the door. Come. Pull back, Pull the, back cur the curtain. Step into a chrysalis of creation. The house of life. A portal into the unknown. An antidote for modern consciousness. Here we birth new discourse through the exploration into realms of the unorthodox, the esoteric, the numinous, and the subtle dimensions. Here we merge opposites and unearth more questions than we have answers. Yesterday, I heard that there were immense solar flares and the Schumann resonance was off the charts. Mm -hmm. So I have just the woman to talk to <laughs> about nervous system regulation mm -hmm. and all of the things that go along with it. There's so much going on on the internet mm -hmm. and social media that are discussing various theories. And I just always turn to Dr. Jess when I need support and help. And I've done a decade plus research and trying to figure out how to calm my nervous system because I would say that that's my number one issue. I, I don't wanna call it an issue, opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So quoting my language there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's already rubbing off. Oh, yeah. thank yeah. you. I'm honored to be here and to sit with you and share with you. It feels like an everyday conversation that we enjoy diving into and also because it's it's such a profound piece of our lives and journeys and I just feel so many people waking up to that and seeking it and taking the greatest technology that we have, which is within, into their own hands. I love that, the greatest technology, which is within. I saw something, a post on social media talking about how water is one of the greatest technologies mm -hmm. and coming back to nature yeah. and the simplicity and really honoring like what it is that, that's created mm -hmm. and within and surrounding us. It seems so very simple. And yes, the simple, simple things are so profound. Yes, right? that is like the key word to the nervous system. <laughs> yeah. Simple. Yeah. I would love for you to, I think for me, it's like, oh my gosh, there are all of these theories. Mm -hmm. And I, I love the way you explained it to me the first time and not mm -hmm. to have the first time we interacted about soothing my nervous system in your office. Yeah. Explaining a little bit to break it down for people so that we can kind of dive into more of the the other depths from there. Does that sound okay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to get to speak more into the nervous system and what it is. And I think it's so beautiful that it's, like I said, like you said, it's, it's coming about on the interwebs and there's all these different ideas and theories coming out. And I think it's all leading us back home and it's leading us back to simplicity and understanding what really starts from within. I have a background looking at the nervous system through cell biology, through quantum physics, um, 
and that I've always found it very grounding to find like a rooted perspective, but also let it be super expansive. And um, quantum physics does that, and it takes you, you know, beyond our current paradigms and our current what we see physically here. So the nervous system is really our it's our processing system. It's responsible for several different things. It's it's the thing that is keeping our body in balance and in homeostasis. Um, it's which means it's it's essentially adapting to life all around us on many levels. We can think of it as the 95% of our nervous system being our autonomic nervous system, which controls our heart rate, rate, our lungs breathing, our digestion, all these things that are happening without us consciously thinking of them. And it makes up the majority of our nervous system. And then we have the 5% conscious thinking mind, um, which is such a small window in. And I think maybe that's the starting point in that conversation about the nervous system is most of us in our world and how we've been kind of conditioned to look at things and think about things, we're really only accessing that 5%. And when we want to shift and change our states and how we feel and how our body's healing and functioning and our and our, our belief systems and all that involved, we really have to get into and tap into that 95%. And that is really the subconscious and the deeper portions of our nervous system. Our, our nervous system, when I'll just get into, like my work is really into integrating our our life and our experiences and our nervous system is that perception system that's bringing in everything that we experience. Um, this begins when we are developing in our mother's womb. I always find it so beautiful and fascinating that it's said that 50% of our personality is developed while we're in our mother's womb. So we're really being so shaped by her state. Oh my goodness. How she is <laughs> being in the world. <laughs> sometimes that can be alarming. Sometimes it can be, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but it just really speaks to that nervous system's already bringing in and processing experiences as, you know, this nonverbal, not even looking like a human yet, you know, version of self. And as we grow and develop those first seven years, we're taking in so many experiences and they've really become sort of like the foundation, the playing ground that we're going to have the rest of our life because those first seven years, we're just a sponge. We just soak everything up and in. We don't have a discerning mind to say, like, if I wasn't treated correctly, like, that's not okay. We're just taking it in as this is what life is. So that's our playing ground. And then beyond that, every experience we have on a day-to-day basis and over our lifetime, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, our nervous system is trying to process that and we have a bandwidth at which to do so. So experiences inside of that bandwidth we generally think of as pleasant positive neutral our body adapts to them real time and we essentially it's like us coming back into balance after that experience and we integrate it that means we grow evolve learn something from that experience and ultimately it is my belief and understanding that our nervous system and our body and perhaps why we are here all together is we are meant to evolve from our experiences we're meant to grow and evolve from what life has to offer us even the challenges and the hardships, our body wants to learn and grow from them. But what happens is we all have those experiences outside of that bandwidth. We have small things, um, we have large things. I, I kind of think of it as a various spectrum of like the day-to-day things that we might not think twice about, but that we're still holding on to, like little build-on of incidences, driving in busy traffic, or something someone said to you, or the way they looked at you, and the large things, like bigger, Uh, losses, transitions, traumas, our body reads those the same way. It says 
I cannot fully process this here right now. I've got to hold on to it until I can get to it later. And the body basically stores this information. Depending on what the experience is, the body will store in a certain way um, as what I call patterns of tension. So the body's going to hold a pattern of tension as basically like a locked in experience that the, the idea is that over time, as you move your body and you take care of yourself and you unwind, you'd be able to process through that. What I often see though is, and this is something you've, I believe, written an article about, is that we're, we're really taking in more life than ever before. Mm-hmm. Our capacity is not adapted to that by any means. And then our modern day world is very separate from nature. It's very separate from simplicity. So just the natural ability to process and integrate something is not the same as maybe it once was. Um, so we're kind of in this conundrum of we're building on and we're building on and then it's it becomes you know an inner or inner inner issue or inner tension becomes outer tension and we experience it and we're looking for help we're looking for a way Major to dissolve help. that yeah yeah i think that would be one of my huge questions for you is looking at I can notice within myself having Faye, using mm-hmm. plant remedies, going outside every day, doing Kundalini yoga, going to support groups. Yes. All of the things that I'm doing to create regularity, I'm still consistently meeting an edge. And I do realize that I am uncovering potentially some latent trauma or tension yes. p- patterns. But at points, I feel hopeless and helpless at that edge. And then I'm like, you know, fervently like researching everything I can research to try to fix the problem mm-hmm. when I know that the, the, the solution lies in my body. And so that would be my question for you. Like when people... Our, people are meeting this edge from what you just explained. Yeah. We have all of this outer stimulation, all of this outer pressure. And how do we let go of that? How do we create new patterns? And how do we like find hope mm-hmm. in the midst of, of all of this? Wow. <laughs> Such a big question, right? I mean, I think that no matter where we are in life, there's always going to be that edge even when you're in the next space beyond this current liminal space, there's going to be a new edge. So I think that that is one of the most profound questions and I will do my best to discern exactly where to take it today. Um, the, like the first thing that comes to mind when you say that is, is what you are currently, it sounds like uncovering and working through is like, where is that nervous system stuck in the old pattern stuck in the past? It's, what I have seen and learned is that our nervous system doesn't know the difference between this present moment and a past stressor challenge, whatever you may call it, or a future one. Mm-hmm. The nervous system, if it's somewhere in there, if it's being housed and not fully processed, it is basically running. You could think of like a little TV show like playing in the background. It's just running as if this is what's still going on. So our mm-hmm. physiology is responding to that which might mean like 
oh, my heart rate's a little more elevated right now, right? <laughs> it's like these little things that we don't even really maybe fully notice the full picture, but we can start to like pick apart these little pieces. Oh, my glutes are really tight and tense, like interesting. Like I don't actually feel like I'm in that mm-hmm. response, but until like, you feel it. <laughs> um, Mm. And I think just bringing like that first step is awareness. That first step is really noticing. And it, it, I think it's a very interesting thing to put words to. I think the more we become in touch and in tune with our body, the more language we have around it. And also when we go into the stress response, it can sometimes be hard to put tangible um, feelings onto where that is actually coming from. And I think that's important to address that we don't always have to know. Like we mm. said, the 5% that we're aware is so small when we can tap into that 95% and allow our nervous system to get into a state where it can process through. Sometimes we don't even have to know where that original incident came from mm-hmm. to I love that. shift it and to move it. I love that because I love to find meaning in everything. Like if we both wore stripes today, I'd be like, oh, yes, yeah, there's meaning here. And, and yesterday to talk about the palpable meditation yeah. that I experienced, I know both of us have been mm-hmm. in a place of unearthing some older tension patterns. And yesterday I had an amazing meditation and I've really been working with um, feelings of being unlovable. And then the fear that resides within that, that is very much a nervous system reaction. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid a lot. And this meditation was so incredible. It had to do with Neglect. I love to do this Jumana Sophia um, meditation about feeling neglected. And it. I just had this somatic feeling of something heavy on my body, mm-hmm. almost like flesh-like. And I could like grab it and I wanted to gnaw on it almost mm-hmm. and hold it and not let it go. And this feels for me like it is infantile and Mm -hmm. oral fixation. Mm -hmm. So going from like what you're talking about, how do I process this and not maybe put too much meaning on it, just like let it be what it is and then allow more opening or what's Mm -hmm. going on? (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Oh, um, you, I mean, and I, I just know your audience is already here too, like getting into that deeper state below that conscious mind into meditation where you are, that is, that is where you're going to meet it. That's where you're going to access it. Like you can, you can tell like what we're all going to go through times when we're in our conscious mind, trying to make sense of it, right? And trying to figure it out because that's just where we start and that's where the world takes us so much of our days. So it's so important to, I think of it like shifting gears in a car. It's like, we can't always be in that high operating mode. Like it's very important for certain things in our life, but we've got to shift gears. And really what that does is it helps us also to unravel the Mm -hmm. deeper things that are are wanting to come through. We can literally think of the body (laughs) I, sometimes I don't like this analogy. I think it's so simplified, but it's like that peeling back the onion. It's like 
we have to have a certain spaciousness in our nervous system to actually have the depth and the availability to work through some of the deeper things. So yes. first of all, I'm like honoring you that like you are moving through life in a way that is giving you enough spaciousness to meet what's coming up to the surface. So much of the world is just staying up here in their head being too busy to look at what is below and you are paving a path forward by mm. just moving through life at the pace that you are and taking the time to shift gears so that that shifting gears piece we we the two of us what it's making me think of is our creating coherence class and how we've been really focused on this idea of like creating certain states within the nervous system that allow us to drop deeper into our intuition and into our feelings and i think mm -hmm. often before we can meet that layer of intuition we've got to deal with the baggage of feelings that comes up so that stored emotional emotional patterning um if you want to think of it physically in the body it really sits around the belly the belly button area <laughs> um you know some of us might feel tightness or tension there or just like bloating whatever it may be um but when you're in that state or you go to lay down, if you really want to focus on moving through the feelings and the emotional way, like put your hands on your belly. Doing it right now. It can be as simple. I'm holding my hands here. Um, like noticing the tension in your belly. I will like invite gentle massage there if I'm holding tightly. Um, you know, explore all the way up to your diaphragm and down to your womb and your hips and pelvis because each of these areas they're very intimately connected but ultimately our our processing center sits right around there for emotional mm. experiences and what you expressed about having such a tangible feeling it just really speaks to you getting deeper and deeper to the root of that experience and emotions are energy and motion they're meant to last about 90 seconds if we were to experience one real time in the moment fully feel experience express it you can think of like a young child kind of before they develop that like idea that i might be able to manipulate my parents by you know making more quiet crying oh, or whatever yes. it may be like there's like this genuine just like emote emoting that happens and you can witness like how that emotion can be so high here and then it's just gone <laughs> the next minute. Mm -hmm. That's how we're meant to be too. But as we, you know, we're so taught to hold things in a certain way, obviously that's, you know, serves us in many ways. And then in some ways it, it keeps that pattern locked in, right? Mm -hmm. So like, it's almost like that next step is inviting ourselves into a safe, quiet space with your hands on your body and allowing yourself to feel deeply that sensation as long as it feels safe i almost think of it like tether yourself to something that feels safe i love first that. drop into the experience and if it's you know i have definitely have experience working with many folks who are in patterns of deeper trauma and i only you know i recommend finding that safe space it might be a space in your body might be your heart that feels safe. It might be a tree outside. It might be um, a past happy memory. Finding that, and then mm. you might go back and forth between the tethered, safe feeling, safe experience, and feeling some of the emotion. You might go back then to the safe space, feeling it a little bit more. Ultimately, every time you go into feeling it, it's almost like you're chipping away a little bit more, a little bit more integrated, a little more fully experiencing it. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Yeah. As I put my hand on my belly, 
I've been noticing myself just even sitting at the river. Yes. And like just rubbing my belly like I did when I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. I've just been finding so much like oh as I'm working through just a little bit of transition right now I'm like oh my goodness this feels so good Mm. and I also really appreciate what you're saying in that I think both of us have little ones and I love that yesterday I sent you a voice note like I just did this meditation and then your voice note back I just did this meditation and for me creating space in my life just like in the realm of feng shui always having a space so something new can come through or something can come through that needs to be addressed is my you know really like my new normal it's very important for me to work on healing because for me especially I can't necessarily bypass many emoting situations Mm -hmm. because mine are quite strong and I've learned to become more grateful for them as I've found support because doing it in isolation for me without nature, without other people in my life has not worked. And yeah, so just having these conversations is so helpful. Um... I think as well, like changing mental patterning too Mm -hmm. and how you sit with maybe what um, persistent thoughts we're talking about, right? Like Mm -hmm. um, moving into the heart space, allowing yourself space. But when you're in that place of um, thought rumination, which I am hearing a lot more people talking about ruminating Mm -hmm. thoughts. And I think we can define that in so many different ways. Everyone has a different way of experiencing it. But when you have ruminating thoughts and you're in a place of just literally wanting to run from them, Mm -hmm. I've been there. And um, it's a state of panic. And it's very scary just even coming down or trying to soothe yourself from that very palpable, scary edge, like having some tools because we we love tools because they feel safe. They're anchoring. Mm -hmm. We know they work and for us potentially, or we can at least try to explore them. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. I'm welcoming a momentary pause from this enlightening conversation with Dr. Jess about nervous system regulation. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, take a nice, sweet inhale, reconnect to your body. If you're out for a walk, maybe slow your pace a bit. If you're driving, have a sip of coffee or tea. If you're at home, get a little cozier and dim the lights. As many of you know, I'm the mother behind Fay Earth to Body, single source, organic, full of life plant remedies that are naturopathic doctor formulated by Emily Wiggins. This week, we're highlighting our hearth blend, which is intended to support your creative flow and your mental clarity and focus as well as energize you. It's full of herbs and adaptogens like lion's mane, schizandra, juniper berry, and rhodiola. If you would like to try 
take 25% off at checkout using the code HEARTH, that's H-E-R-T-H. If you have questions, you can DM me on Instagram at fae.earth2body. You can also send over an email. I hope you enjoy the rest of this conversation with Dr. Jess. To me, all indicating that it's almost like we have too many tabs open in our nervous system. There's too many things. You should see my computer. (laughs) Right. I know, right? A mirror for our actual computers. Mine gets that way too, so I get it. That's when I know I'm like, okay, check in. There are clearly a lot of tabs open here. What's really going on? Um, I love that. So, yeah, like that, that, like, I mean, that emotional reaction rate and then the thoughts and like how we react and respond to that right but it's always like indicating it's 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 an indicator deeper within and I know like step one again comes to awareness and as soon as I can like witness that that is a response and that it's normal to be responding Mm, this way I love that what's going on within it helps me settle Mm -hmm. right it's like step one is like whoa okay like now I can see what's happening without like being in it like that um is it the power of now that talks about the pain body and um, yes yes i always i always go back to that analogy of like living within the pain experience and body which is like the discomfort and the human experience and then like being able to actually be the observer of it and how empowering it is and that it's sometimes Mm. easier to access than others so there's no wrong if you can't get out of it one of my favorite tools um that i you know someone you've heard this you know this likely but like my favorite tangible ones are like ways that like i don't have to think into them right if i'm in the thinking pattern i need something body (laughs) to just get me out of there and I think the one of the most powerful ones is getting my legs up the wall and mm-hmm. how quickly that shifts the blood flow and the heart rate and it just physiologically pulls me out of that response. I can't mind my way mm-hmm. <laughs> in or out of that. It's chemically changing my body to respond in a more calm way by getting the blood to flow up to my heart. Um, mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite one if I'm having a hard time like mentally getting myself out of it. I also really like tapping and tapping the heart Mm -hmm. space. Um, We just talked about rubbing the belly, but like I think for the mental ones, tapping helps Mm -hmm. me a lot more. Like just like firmly tapping. I'm doing it right now. You can probably hear my voice. Firmly tapping that uh, sternum like right at the heart center. Um, I will also put my hands on the size of my ribs. So sort of like I'm giving myself a hug and I'll like just sway. <laughs> I'll just rock myself, literally rock mm-hmm. myself. And I think it comes in layers, like this feeling that it invokes within me a more calm state, like then it might be easier to access witnessing myself yeah. because the state often precedes the, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so amazing. I. I went in my body somatically from rumination to rocking and I feel better. I feel better. Yeah. It's so powerful. And like you were saying, and what I would love to hear from you. And, um, I know that on like manifestation realms or just realms of like you talked about 
opening yourself up to one change are there things that you really would love to move into in your life like how to set yourself up in a nervous system in a way to be able to accept moving through change changing habits that maybe aren't serving you changing mental patterns but this is a lot of pressure I'm feeling Mm -hmm. as I'm saying it because I do this to myself often and I'm like calm down go for a walk um but I know that yeah there's just a lot of dialogue lately around manifestation being in a calm regulated Mm -hmm. nervous system in order Mm -hmm. to change or welcome in the new um I would love your perspective on that and even as it relates to your training in the quantum realm and we can kind of we've been very like focused on the nervous system and the tangible tools but we can move into that space which you know I love totally oh wow yeah I'm getting like a feeling and sensation when you explain that of like one of the things that's coming to mind when you said that like that little bit of do you say pressure? Yeah. That's so interesting, right? It's like exploring kind of the patterns we create around expanding ourselves into holding something different or more. Um, I like, first of all, just taking note of that again, like if you like, I'm a, a big journaler and I keep, I always create space in my day to like write down what's going on within because if I don't, I I will just kind of go about trying to like manage all that's coming up within versus like letting it be expressed. So like and accepting from, it and accepting it for me as I expand personally into new things, I keep meeting this edge of like overwhelm is the story. Overwhelm. Mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed, <laughs> and I'm like oh like I finally got to a point where I'm just like that's that's so interesting like. I hear that again, like, I've calmed my nervous system enough, like you said, like, just going for the walk, whatever it is, to plant that seed of a little bit more ease and a little bit more relaxation in my space before I ever invite the expansion in, but I'm, from that place, can see, like, oh, this is the story, this is the thing, this is that old pattern that's kind of getting in the way, and I kind of just, like, almost like put it on a shelf and say like here you are I don't have like we said I'm like five percent aware of you right now I've got just this like small detail so I'm just gonna put you there and like with Mm. the intention of like I'm I'm dedicated to like unraveling this and seeing things differently because expansion is something I've chosen in this life and Mm -hmm. I have things that are calling me and things that I feel so my heart and soul are so hell yes, this is the direction that I'm moving in life, and my nervous system and body are nervous, are hesitant, are all these things, they're trying to keep me safe, right? It's that, like, evolutionary thing, is that our nervous system is really here to help us make decisions and keep us safe, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and yet we can move beyond that to, um, if let's just say if we were only following that route of keeping us safe and making decisions, we're very likely to recreate the same experience that like our parents had, right? Or like just continue mm-hmm. to kind of live this familiar experience. And most of us are feeling this call to live a different experience yeah. in some way. Um, and yes, if we kind of 
shift gears into more of that quantum realm and world and what you've been talking about from the beginning, creating space and simplicity. Um, one thing that's been so incredibly powerful for myself and to my conscious mind feels out of left field and feels like confusing and sometimes the wrong direction, but is to get into the deep, deep darkness of yes. the unified field where all possibilities Did you see my whole posture? Live. Yes. <laughs> She's like, this is exactly where I've been spending my time. <laughs> Um, and I also feel a deep sense of peace when I go there because I'm no longer feeling that pressure of forcing something to come to fruition. Mm. I'm actually opening up to all possibilities, which includes what I think my future is on right now. It includes what I've seen and it includes everything else, anything positive, negative, anything. It just becomes neutral. And from that space Um. and the more time I spend there, yeah. It's so much easier to feel my inner compass in real in real life yeah. <laughs> and just know like okay, yeah, that's the feeling that I'm moving towards. Yes. It's a feeling that as you said, can't for me, I love that you're talking about this as we're addressing manifestation because I've had my own sort of roundabout, you know, philosophical existential crisis around this and coming from the place of the neutral mind knowing that this may not be good this may not be bad like how do we move and transcend that to a place of knowing and having that experiential feeling somatic feeling in our heart of like Mm -hmm. okay this is the right next step forward this feels like in a, it's in alignment with my path, but it's not this forcing feeling. It feels so different in my body of like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, we don't have to get into all of all of that, but I'm mm-hmm. so happy you addressed that because we're all here to learn. I mean, we all have different reasons for why why we exist, and I honor mm-hmm. everyone's reflection because. Yeah, I feel like I'm here to learn Mm -hmm. and really listen and go into the darkness and embrace the mystery of life. It's Mm -hmm. like my favorite thing to do, you know? Yeah. And yeah, we're all wearing stripes right now. And I'm just, (laughs) I love it. Oh, yes. Yes, the mystery, I think, is such a beautiful way to describe that, like, un- that like disidentifying with all the yes. pieces that we think we are like when we step into that darkness like not to be so um vague with it it's like we're really just like pulling off all the masks and the things that we think we are and the people we think we are and the things we think we do like it's just all coming off and like unbearing your soul and being able to feel a little more deeply into like just your essence what you are here to do, what you are here to feel. And like, it doesn't even start with that. Like that's even like, that comes from just, just sitting in the dark, in the darkness, in the, in the spaciousness, in the opening yourself up to possibility that is unseen. I love the concept of this and the way you're stating it too, because the darkness is a felt place. I was listening to, of course, 
the Clark Strand book, Awakening to the Darkness. And I love the concept of having intimacy, sexual intimacy in the dark because it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. And when you start to shine light potentially on these like imperfection, misconceived imperfections or and we can start thinking about that psychologically or you know within ourselves when we start shining too much light on it it can oftentimes take away from from the gift that the darkness brings us mm. and really allowing like ourselves to sit in it to feel it to feel like the creativity of like a seed under the earth waiting to sprout and like yeah. just be in it and and allow the inward reflection yeah, yeah. my stomach's growing as it's talking about this oh does that make dropping sense? into a lovely yeah. <laughs> parasympathetic state <laughs> yes oh you I know. love that thank you you give such I mean from all your learning right you've got such a beautiful perspective of explaining that feeling explaining that sensation (laughs) and the seed could go all these different directions right Mm -hmm. could be a seed for so many different things (laughs) i know Uh, beyond our perception Mm -hmm. that's why i love the spending so much time in the darkness too Mm -hmm. yeah to fully be creative not fully what does that even mean Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and letting all of that go it's such a place to like unveil take off the masks Mm -hmm. and just sit with what is right now yeah yeah well we would love to explain to more our path on creating coherence the classes i know the last class some beautiful reflections were made and we host to preface, Jess and I host a class every second Thursday of the month in Bend, Oregon, where we live. We are going to start rolling out an online offering potentially in the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. But Dr. Jess leads us through a creating coherence exercise, offers tools, and then we do this in community because we know that co-regulation is so important for the nervous system as well. And some of the responses in our last class, one man said that he hadn't felt his eyes felt feel so heavy in such a long time. She led us through this beautiful, oh, of course, you know my word, transcendent meditation. And when I opened my eyes, I'll just share what I shared post-class. When I opened my eyes, I saw this pine tree and the pine needles just glistening, like shining, glistening in a way where I was like bringing me back to my, and that's what the flower essence theme was for the month, bringing me back to my soul value. And that's, as we said, seeing beauty in simplicity, also seeing beauty in pain, seeing just like so many gifts around me and being in a place of nervous system acceptance and uh, I feel like the class was helpful for so many people one woman going through tremendous 
grief, another person going through major transitions, and we're just excited to keep expanding this offering too. You want to share anything you have to share? I just wanted to share from like an outsider's perspective, from someone who gets to receive from you once a month. Yes, I love this offering. It's, It's been so special to really hone in on the elements yeah that we that we know bring coherence and like Shelby said like we, I mean this last class we spent like 10 minutes walking in nature before we even arrived in our seats and we had some standing and movement too and and really like sharing and community like you said sharing our experiences just being heard just being witnessed just allowing some of the things we received in the deeper coherent session, which is kind of like a meditation as well, a dropping down in the states and focusing on things like what guidance we maybe received. It's it's just so powerful, and I yeah, I'm really excited to bring it online as well and offer it to folks in more areas and maybe in the comfort of your own home. I think Shelby and I were talking about too how we've noticed like some some uh, resistance in coming out of our homes and things like noticing folks that are having a harder time with that and that like that's okay we can start where we are um, coherence I think of it as harmony between the mind body and emotions and it is essentially the it's like the biggest self thing self tool we can learn and develop is to feel states of coherence and that was mm-hmm. really like my idea behind bringing this class is like this is something I want you to feel when you're here so that you can in your own time like you develop that sense of oh this is what coherence feels like this is what it feels like to be in harmony and in harmony you know my body works differently I I have Mm -hmm. more health and vitality it's like energy is multiplying within me towards healing towards um inspiration towards love all these things Mm -hmm. happen from that state so my intention with the class is really to give you that tangible feeling of this is coherence so that you can keep recreating it on your own you know more and more and more whether it's a daily and like I take out time like you said to get into a certain state um or or if you just feel called to join us for a while and receive because I think that's so powerful too is to not have to do it all on your own and so often we can just say we're going to go take out that time but it can be hard to get into the state so that's why this offering is here is to hold space and help us drop in together um I yeah I feel super excited to allow it to be accessible to more folks soon as we develop that it's so sweet too I was just thinking about as you said like having having this be something that I know for me you know you can see over there like my list of eight things that I do every day to keep myself regulated and to live from a coherent place the list feels safe to me so I just let this be what it is it's a little whatever you can judge if you want anyway I, def- I definitely judge. <laughs> well I brought it up it's outdoors kundalini quality time with my daughter cooking dinner meditation and reading um and then having self-compassion is now on my list but being a human being and not just having these things be another doing Mm -hmm. is something I've been working on integrating for another year and or for years I'm trying to say and 
maybe I guess I only have to integrate it for one more year. That's what I just said. (laughs) Um, But I think what Jess offers in this class really truly is like something experiential. It's not something, you know, it's like, okay, I read 40 pages of my book today, which feels so good, but it allows you to step into being, Mm -hmm. being with yourself. Because as we've talked about, there's so much doing that we can do, 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 and distract, 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 and just being with one another, being, being, being. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's so, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. you of course you know I you, like interjecting. Yes, you, <laughs> you bring such a such a powerful piece to it too. Um, and I think what's so special is that it does evolve, right? It's very, we, we've done two in-person circles and they've been very different based on the themes and based on so different what what people need what we are feeling and so I think that's the piece that you bring is your obviously we, we come together we both feel things that are going on the shifts and experiences but you're so good at attuning to what's going on in the world where are people at collectively and it and I think it really comes from though the gift that you're offering which is the flower essences it's mm. really tuning into I keep saying this but it's like literally what's alive in the earth right now you are basically collecting that essence and then offering it as as medicine, as support, as something to anchor us in to mm-hmm. what we are collectively going through. Mm-hmm. And I think both of our approaches are moving beyond the conscious mind mm-hmm. into the subtle realm, into the subconscious, where, where obviously, not obviously for me, I believe this huge potential lies it's where creation begins and with the flowers it's it's an amazing process and what I've intentionally done is created space in my days to have quiet time have quiet time in nature Mm -hmm. have conversations with people like you who are really listening and creating that quietude as well so that we can come up with something that can be soothing and supportive for the greater collective yeah Yeah. and then obviously the flowers are like the 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 showcase right they're the ones the the stars yep yep Oh, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll have information about creating coherence in the show notes, mm-hmm. along with Jess's um, website and ways to get in touch with her if you would like more support. We will be launching a more formal flower essence collection at Fay in the next couple of months. So we're excited to, to be here and to share with you all. It just feels like perfect divine timing to be able to have these more casual, loving conversations about how to do exactly that, have casual, loving lives Mm -hmm. that feel so nourishing and meaningful to our souls because it's so important. So share with us any any feedback you have, and we, we love to be here. We'll be having Dr. Jess on soon as well for a follow up. Thank you, big love. You made it. You listened to the entire episode in full. I hope it was nourishing for you. I just wanted to let you know that the first round of this 
was a bit DIY. So I've made some investments and changes. Your next episode will be more pleasing for your ears and your nervous system. Thanks again and feel free to send me any feedback that you have. Enjoy the day.